0: Understand. talk Sheen.
1: recorded live. What's going on, man? Not much. How are you? <clears throat> man, man we're, we're we're plodding along.
2: What was that? I didn't hear mean,
1: I said we're
0: plodding along, man. We're plodding along. So yeah,
2: feels like every year the Indians
0: run into the best pitcher
2: in baseball on Opening Day.
0: It's just I mean we have the worst opening day schedule. Somebody oh, sure. <laughs> we,
2: <laughs> we, we, should, we should play
0: away for like the first six or like the first like it should be a road trip, the first you know, beginning the and then bring it to it we'll have better weather too. The weather always sucks too. Let's be honest. I mean the weather's always awful.
2: But plus you got a shot maybe against the A's or somebody
0: out there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Let's let's take do the Texas Road get that Texas road trip out of the way. You know, we play Texas. This is just one of the gripes. I'm not going to go into this, I'm going to try to keep it tight. We're just going to go through the stuff you had on there. We can do another, like, uh, podcast where we just talk MLB a little bit more of that stuff, because i got a lot of guys that I wanted to mention. But they got to go down to Texas to play the Rangers and then come back and then go down again to play the Astros. Why are they going down there and doing that all-in-one trip? Yeah, it, it, that makes
2: sense. And the Astros are playing in New, in New York today instead of in Houston, where it's 75 degrees, exactly. which makes a lot of
0: sense, too. So Major League Baseball is worried about getting the teams out. I don't want to digress on that. Um, yeah, I just got what you put down, and we're going to go through that. Um, I'm trying to think. And then the only thing I want to talk okay. about at the end is uh, the dip being banned at the stadiums and even how Terry Francona felt about it. I don't know if you caught that, so.
1: Yeah, it
2: was, a, it was a little bit of a pull. Um, I did do some prep for if you want to do the three best for each division.
0: I did. I mean, I got it, but it's just going to take. we're going to go through it, we're going to go long, and we do that because we're going to be talking about guys. You know what I mean? I just know what's going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good conversation. I did, like, you understand, I listened to – because I can listen to a lot of stuff. I've listened to more baseball podcasts and know more about what's going on with the major leagues and, like, even guys, like, like here's the first best <laughs> This whole Trey Turner stuff with Dusty Baker and the Nationals—like I know way too much about other teams. Like I—I I only had oh, too yeah. much to go on with the Indians and what I could read, but you know what I mean, like. Right. Have I mean, you played You know what the one thing I'll bring up, and it's going to be the you, one of the questions you asked was the, what one thing my most important player is John Gomes. One of the things that I heard a lot oh, about too. and I never thought about <laughs> is well, um, pitch framing. Pitch. Pitch and yeah. one of the things that one of the big things is like people, you know, Granky got that big contract with the Diamondbacks. Well, that catcher down there—I mean, this was just to, uh, this was like I was listening to this—I uh, was listening to this uh, betting podcast. They were talking about how awful that catcher is in Arizona and how this guy's going to drop off, like you know, well, this year. Wellington Castilla. Yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got the people. I got the names written down and everything. I got like five pages breaking down each division, but. That's just going to take too long, so we might as well just get to the Indians because I think that will be the red meat anyway that people will like. All right. But I'm saying we can do the MLB one here, you know, maybe Sunday or, you know, even next week. I mean, this Cavs playoff thing, the Cavs are going to start the playoffs for another two weeks, so there's nothing really more to talk about.
1: So I still got
0: that Browns one I'm going to put out there, so there's nothing happening with those clowns. Right. Cool. All right. This is with an Ohio bias, a podcast for real fans
1: with D and Jake. Show eighty four. Have you seen my baseball? Take two. I am D, Cleveland born and raised, Buckeye born and bred. And I'm
2: Jake from Youngstown to C bus, and we're talking your Erie Warriors.
1: All right,
0: ladies and gentlemen. Show eighty four. We're talking tribe. We're gonna get into all things Cleveland Indians baseball. And no, we're not gonna be discussing the Chief Wahoo controversy. Okay, so Zachary, put the drink down. Um uh, we're going in this podcast
1: <laughs> in this podcast,
0: <laughs> we're we're going through uh the Indians. Best rotation in baseball, some argue, the starting pitch in depth. Uh could Corey Kluber get back to the Cy Young. Uh, Award winner that we know he has the stuff, uh, the Cy Young
1: stuff that he had before when he won the award. Can Corey Kluber get back to his Cy Young? Can Corey Kluber's game get back to the Cy
0: Young level? We then look at the bullpen. Are they underrated or overrated? Uh, players who will surprise uh, us Indian fans this year. Um, did Dr. Smooth take a smooth approach coming back from the back injury? And uh, we look at the new backs. Will they equal the offense that the Tribe so desperately needs? Uh, will both give our most important players and what we think, you know, uh, is going to be the difference maker for the Tribe this year and uh I think we both agree on this. We talked about it at nauseam all last season, even before he got to the big leagues. But hashtag give me more Lindor. Francisco Lindor and the stardom that uh, is budding and waiting to blossom in Cleveland. Um, and then we're going to talk about do the Cleveland Indians need? Does Chernoff and Antonetti need to get off their hands and try to squeeze a penny out of the Dolan and try to get? some more help for this Cleveland Indians ball club. Um, Jake, I know you're excited opening day. uh, The Indians had to uh, pretty much dip a bunch of people out of their money because of the weather, which we we always talk about the scheduling and whatnot, but uh, they finally did get to play one. Uh, We're a little late getting this podcast out there, but we're still excited, and I know you're fired up for the baseball in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Every year
2: is uh, the – the hope renewed. The spring is has uh, sprung, and we are now playing major league baseball games. Finally, um, you know, in your opening there, the nice thing is we'll get a full season of Francisco Lindor this year. Uh, I feel like the Indians last year ripped us off a little bit by holding them in the minor leagues for that extra year. Uh, hopefully, that pays off uh, in the extra year that we do end up on the back end with. But uh, yeah, always excited for Indians baseball. Uh, This team has as good of a shot. I I think parity runs so deep in Major League Baseball at the moment, especially in the American League, that uh, there's no reason that this team can't compete. And if you get to a position where it's the trade deadline and you're up there, you've got to go out and make the move you need.
0: Exactly. Got to make a move. Um, We'll get to that here shortly. As we talk about the pitching, the starting pitching, uh, it was made, the decision was made to send Trevor Bauer into the bullpen, and our starting rotation right now is Kluber, Carrasco, Salazar, Josh Tomlin, and Cody Anderson, who was, I guess, just outworked uh, Trevor Bauer. Or, I mean, Bauer put up good numbers in spring training, but the Indians decided to go with Anderson and Tomlin at the back end of that rotation. Um what are your thoughts on the, that, that that there? And we still know we got some other guys that, that we can get to here in the second initial, but just on that starting five there, what what are your thoughts? Um, start
2: with Bauer, I guess. It, it feels like that the team has pretty much given up on this guy. Um he had, you know, a lot of quality starts last year in this rotation, showed some promise at times of being a maybe even a top three guy. Definitely has the stuff, but it just seems like the, the attitude or the way he goes about it now, it just isn't jiving with uh, this team concept that we've started to develop. Uh, you never really heard his name involved when uh, we were signing that contract with Corey Kluber and Jason Kipnis and uh, all the young guys that are going to make up the core of this team. Uh, Trevor Bauer was nowhere to be found. And the fact that he ends up in the bullpen is pretty much writing on the wall. He had a rough outing today; he gave up the home run to Ortiz. Uh, they're just trying to find a, a trade partner, I think, at this point, for either some relief help or, you know, maybe a bat.
0: Um, let me, let me slide be- right. Let me slide in there, please, because you remember, and we both talked about it at the point last year at the deadline that they should have moved Trevor Bauer. Um, the thing is, I don't think he's a bad clubhouse guy, but I don't think he's doing himself any favors. I mean, nobody's pointing fingers at him saying he's, he ruined the Indian season last year, but he struggled down the stretch. But I will say this, he came out this spring. I mean, the guy in the, in the work that he did, I think his ERA was under two, two five, uh, 225. I mean, he, in the 20th he's pitched, he had 19 strikeouts. It, it wasn't, you know, like he didn't get off to a bad start, but he thought he was good in that. If they put him in a setup role, not coming into what this position they had him in today, but the guy should have been gone. That's my whole point of just jumping in there. The guy he should have been gone last season in the midseason. They should have, they had plenty of people who were looking at him as still starter potential. He's in the bargain basement over at FI League.
2: Yeah, you know it's so hard to part with starting pitching, especially the starting pitching that you hope that can be top end starting pitching. Um, and I, I think Trevor Bauer last year was just in that limbo. What is he? You know, is he someone that you can build around and build with, or is he a guy that is just going to be too difficult to deal with his idiosync- idiosyncrasies and uh, maybe his prickly personality to that, extent? Um, but, it, you know, it, it's a long season. It can still all work out. There's injuries that happen we all know every year. You, you need depth in the starting pitching, and that's the one thing one of the things I like about this Indians team. Um, I I don't think they have as much uh, high end depth as maybe I thought, but I, I think they have a lot of good quality. The, the back end worries me a little bit. Uh, I always knew Tomlin was going to be there. Cody Anderson was up and down last year, uh, but the front end of this staff with uh, Kluber and Carrasco, and then hopefully Danny Salazar takes that next step this year really is exciting.
0: Well, you know, uh, that's one of the things I love watching is just his development in Salazar. Um, And I'm not going to, you know, promise he's going to make that next step, but I just enjoy watching that guy pitch. I mean, you know, he can do the hard stuff. He's starting to, you know, bring a little bit more to his, his game out there. Um, But it's just keeping settled down in that he always finds that rough spot and gives up that solo home run. So, to get past that somehow, um, and I don't think that's – I think that, that – well, I don't want to give away the next part, but let's go through the rest of the bullpen. I know you, you, a lot of people think they're a little underrated, um, and then we'll get to the ace himself, Corey Kluber. Um, you, you got some guys joining that bullpen, and uh, joining Cody Allen and Brian Shaw with Jabba Chamberlain and, um, and Detweiler. Uh, what, you think these guys actually can uh, – Get the Indians through that tough spot where we know how in that middle relief that, that's that been something that they've struggled with, even in the tight games uh, when they didn't have the run support. Yeah, I think you got a lot of
2: question marks in the bullpen, uh, honestly. I mean, Java Chamberlain pitched pretty well today, um, but he's a piece that you picked off of the scrapyard. Detweiler, kind of the same thing. An invitee, had a high ERA last year, and he's your only lefty now in the bullpen. Um, so yeah, there's some definite concerns. I don't know who is the eighth inning guy right now, leading into Cody Allen. So um,
1: until we figure it's gotta that be Shaw, out,
2: right? It's got to be Brian Shaw, right? I, I guess so. I mean, Shaw had a good year last year. I guess it's Brian Shaw, but you know, it, it, there's not that that depth. I like what I saw from manship today, um, but I, I still really feel like we need to get another left hander, another solid left-hander with some proven track record in that bullpen.
0: Can Corey Kluber bring it back? We know, uh, you know, I, and I always hate to start after day if it's postponed, or, uh, or I always hate to start for a pitcher after a day of rain or a game is rained out or you got delayed and then, like, they got to come back the next day. Clearly it didn't affect David Price, but um, I'm not making any excuses for Kluber, but uh, – I I mean, we know this guy is going to get into, you know, uh, a groove, but I think he's key to get the Indians off to a fast start, and we need him to get that. He needs to get those wins rolling early in the season. Well, I, I think the big thing that hurt him
2: last year was he just got no run support, and when you go out there every time and feel like you've got to be absolutely perfect and can't give up a base hit or you might cost yourself the game, that's a lot of stress to be pitching with. Corey Kluber's at his best when he's in that clue bot mode where he's just free and easy and going and going and going. Um, you know, he he is the clue bot, but he's human too. There's that stress and pressure has to get to you at some point to be the ace and uh, to not get any help. So I think the the hitters really got to help him out here early because the numbers weren't that different from the Cy Young award in 14 to last year. Uh, it was a lot more of the run support than anything else, but, uh, you watching him today that when that slider's on and he's spotting his uh, fastball, he's really, really tough to beat.
0: Do you think anyone else in that starting rotation and, uh, you know, it's almost like we we're in that commercial with the cookie monster waiting for the cookies can also win a Cy Young?
2: I need to see it another year from Carrasco. Uh, you know, he, he was, He was on the verge of being a guy that, you know, maybe was a fourth or fifth starter uh, for the rest of his career to being a guy now that we're counting on as a top-end guy. I had a great year last year, but I definitely want to see it a second year now, especially now that everybody's got tape on him, sees his tendencies and what he likes to do when he's in a good groove. Can he make those
0: adjustments? As we know, baseball's all about adjustments. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's let's just go with some of the news that happened uh, in between the start of the season and uh, even before spring training. I mean, the one big story that's out there that uh, we didn't get to address was Abraham Almonte. Uh, we're going to talk about the players that were surprised, but uh, pretty surprising that, you know, he got suspended and then, uh, you know, Venable not making the team. Anything that you, you thought as this roster took shape and then even now as this was finalized, anything else that shocked you or were you, you know, just a little taken back? I think the Almonte thing, I mean, not that I was counting on him to be the the savior of the Indians, but it was just one of those things Like you're just like, oh, come on, man, you got to be better than that. Yeah, a couple
2: things. Uh well, first, the, the how quickly Michael Brantley got back into the lineup at the end of spring. Uh, he, I know he started starts on the DL, but we were thinking we might not have him till June, and, and there was a Peter Gammons report where we, he said we might have him till Labor Day. Uh, so that scared the hell out of me, and to see him hitting in the lineup. I think I think lineup. Peter
0: Gammons was counting. I think Peter Gammons was counting on his there. So I, I mean, I, I mean, he maybe he maybe
2: uh, he's he's getting up there too. So who knows what he heard, uh, but. Uh, yeah, Dio. I was surprised a little bit that or Urshela got squeezed out. I guess they feel like he needs a little bit more seasoning. They brought in Uribe. Um, I was surprised after El Monte went out how well Naquin's played so far. Uh, I think he was 2012 first-round draft pick. Uh, got an at bat today and struck out in his first at bat. But, um, it, you know, it, it tore the cover off the ball in spring training, hit four home runs. So excited to see what he can bring.
0: Uh, in the opportunity that Almonte created, absolutely, uh, and you talk about Urshela. One of the things that I heard that I just wasn't aware of, I remember he had got the knee injury and he worked his way back from that. But they, the one thing I hadn't heard that he kind of had injured his back um, in this and then preparing during this off season. So that's one of the reasons that you know um, they kind of put him down. But I just remember last year that that second and third that shortstop from Ramirez to Lindor to Arshella, I mean the defense was at a whole other level that back end of that season and I was looking forward to that. So hopefully Arshella gets up here at some point. And it might be the shot in the arm that the Indians need when they go if they get in a little slump or something like that. He comes up and that defense improves. Um might it might just be, you know, the jump start a new streak or something. So just bringing some new energy back. And I mean he he actually his back was helping as well. I know he wasn't, you know, crushing it, but uh, the guy can make contact and get on base, so that was one of the big things to me. Um, the doctor smooth thing is so I, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to poo-poo it, but I was so excited when he came out and hit the home run <laughs> against the Giants. I mean, because I, like you said, we didn't expect him back anytime soon, and now um, I, 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 I'm glad he didn't. He took he, he stepped back again because I think maybe he pressed just a little too much, but um, I think if he plays in May. I mean, who's mad? You know, like, because once again, if the Indians can get a little bit of something going and then he comes back, you know, there's going to be some enthusiasm for that. If it's a homestand or even if whenever he, if it's a, it'd probably be a homestand that they'd bring him back. But, I mean, that would be a huge, like, again, once again, a shot in the arm for the Indians at that time.
2: Yeah, and, you know, the other thing, too, that he does, and I always like to talk about this, is when you have a, a caliber bat like he has and you stick it in the lineup, then, Everything else fills into place, and it makes everybody else a little bit better. So not only do you get him back and his skills, but it also makes other people see more pitches, see better pitches, uh, based on whether they're hitting in front of, behind the person, and all that other stuff. And then the other part to that is, where exactly does his bat fit? I'm interested now where where the lineup will go when he comes back. Who will be the leadoff hitter? Uh, do they hit Brantley three? Uh, is that case? Does Lindor hit lead off, or does Kittness lead off? Uh, does Napoli maybe drop in the lineup, and they move uh, Brantley's bat to four? There's a lot of interesting ways Frankona could play with it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, and that definitely is, is very exciting because we know the Indians, like you talked about. We're getting Corey Cooper back to that Cy Young year. Even he left some wins on the table that year just because of run support. And we're talking about a team who uh, the fast start is so important. And I've heard the Indians say it. It came out of everybody's mouth in all this, you know, up to leading up to opening day and even that spring training. But they were were hitting 205 with runners in scoring position last year. That's not going to get it done.
1: You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So and we
0: know we know how Clutch Brantley is to always, you know, even if it's just moving a runner over and just putting pressure on that pitcher in that situation. Guy, yeah, it's just, I mean, if his name wasn't Doctor Smooth, it'd be Captain Clutch. You know what I mean? So it's just, yes. <laughs> you, you can't wait till that back gets back in the lineup because I honestly think he's the most. I, I mean, he's the most feared hitter in that Indian lineup when he is in there. Um, and that's no disrespect to anybody else, but it's just the truth. I mean, no, and,
1: he's just uh, the one –
0: best left left
2: fielder in baseball, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, And the one guy who I know you, you bang the drum for, like John Adams last year, to get it going, and if he doesn't get it going this year, he's going to need Jerry Maguire for somebody to show him the money, and that's Carlos Santana. He did lead the team last year with 19 home runs, but, I mean, this is the major leagues. I mean, 19 home runs, that's just, that's just more about the Indians and not, you know, about Santana's, you know, uh, hitting prowess. I mean, I know they got the walks up, which they wanted to do, but He's in a contract year. Will Santana show improve or, I mean, will you think that's enough motivation to get this guy finally to put together a great year?
2: Well, contract year is definitely a huge motivation. You know, the old saying is the order of importance is money, Hall of Fame, rings. You know, that, that most, a lot of players go through that as far as their order of importance. So money is the ultimate motivator for a lot of free agents, uh, not just Carlos. Um, You know, I I give him a hard time, and it just seems like he comes up all the time in big situations and never delivers. Um, Maybe that's just from where he hits in the lineup, uh, and he's always in that spot. But, uh, yeah, I I think we'll get better production out of him. Um, He sees a lot of pitches, what I like. He's got a good eye. Uh, He does hit for some power. I like the fact of him hitting either fifth or sixth a little bit further down the lineup where he can still drive in runs, but doesn't have that pressure on him where he's got to be the guy to drive in the key runs.
0: And then we talk about the new bats. You mentioned Napoli, Um We don't have the legendary – the urban legend that is Derry Sands anymore. But uh, we got some young guys out there playing in center field, getting some opportunity right now with uh, Brantley out in that outfield and then hitting. So uh, – you think these guys can generate the offense? We just talked about the stat that what the Indians need with runners in the scoring position. I mean, we know Lindor is not uh, the problem. I mean, we know what he did today, so he he's ready to go. I mean, he was flashing a smile, and it was good to see him hitting. But guys, I know we both agree on the player who surprises. So let's not give him away just yet. But the the any of the guys that the Indians have added, or even the young guys. You talked about the the former. Uh, number one overall draft pick, which I'm very happy to see him develop. That shows the farm system is finally working a little bit there. Um, anybody else that you see to help the Indians generate some runs? Yeah,
2: I, I think Napoli is a good addition, as long as he can stay healthy. I, we saw it today against David Price, I and mean, the guy takes so many pitches in an at-bat. Uh, he, w- I, I heard a stat where he was uh, led the league or second in the league last year to his number of pitches per at-bat that he saw. Uh, And anytime you can do that, that just helps turn over the the bullpen and turn over the lineup as well. So uh, I think he's a a good addition. I think, you know, Marlon Bird's kind of interesting to me, another guy that hit 20 home runs last year. um, And you picked him up a couple weeks before the season started. So I'm not sure what's going on there. You saw him in the lineup today. Uh, He's a veteran guy that I think could help. Rajay Davis, uh, you know, he's kind of the stopgap guy. I think you'll see a lot of him and Nikewind in center field until uh it uh, it kind of settles out to who's going to take over that job. So, yeah, there there's some guys who rebase as, you know, he's supposedly a solid defender, although he made a terrible throw already this uh today. Oh, um, oh. Yeah. It, you know, it's it's little stuff like that, but uh one guy that's not in there yet in and, and since we're bringing up Going to talk about our surprises. There's a guy that's been on this team for a long time that I think is surprised this year, uh, and that's Lonnie Chisenhall. If he when he gets healthy, he'll be in Columbus I think Thursday, starting his rehab assignment. But um, it, I think a lot of his offensive struggles were that he had to concentrate so hard on def- defensively at third base. Uh, I, I like what I saw last year of him in, in right field. Uh, strong arm can can get to the ball. Takes good angles. So it's almost like he doesn't have to work as hard in the outfield defensively. He can concentrate a little bit more on offense. I, w- I want to see that play out over a year now. Um, I-, I think he will get a lot of good looks in right field when he does get back.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, better than David Murphy dropping the ball out there or uh, what's the guy that we signed for two years? God, so Moss? Remember. No, not Moss. The other guy who dropped that, the famous error in that game from last year. Murphy did it once, and then this dude did it – what the – smaller dude that we used to put him out in right? He had no business in right or left or anywhere. We were using it as a utility guy.
1: I'm not he sure on, you he talking about. Year, he was
0: on a two-year contract. We got him from Detroit, I want to say. What?
1: I mean, nevertheless. You never watch. fucking name. I can see the guy's face. Huh. Well, let's get to the one
0: guy that we think is the most important player. I mean, we just, you know, as we put in the, this as we podcast together, we, you know, kind of, uh, I like the question that you put out there, who's the most important player for this year. And one of the conversations we had quickly off air was about pitch framing. So our catcher being out there with this staff that we think can, you know, reach the potential of either this uh, guy winning the Cy Young or, you know, being the best rotation in baseball. His back, though, we talk about offense. I mean, Jan Gomes being healthy and just being behind the plate and, you know, being in that lineup, I think definitely, and I know you're going to expound on it, but I, we, I think that is the real key to this Indians team, uh, getting anywhere close to a wild card or even winning the division. Yeah, you hit it right
2: on the head. There's so much that a good catcher can bring to the team. Uh, you mentioned his hitting alone. A lot of people forget he was a silver slugger the year before he got hurt last year. So I mean, he was one of the best hitting catchers in baseball. Um, to top that, he has one of the best arms in baseball, as demonstrated today. Uh, he, gets the, he gets the throw off, I think, in his second base at 1.48, something ridiculous.
0: Uh, and,
2: and then also the continuity uh, of handling a staff, of each pitcher knowing the, the catcher intimately and how it's going to help in calling a game. And what pitches to throw? That's such an important, overlooked part of of baseball is the relationship between the catcher and the pitcher and that battery. Uh, so just having that as well is just going to lead to uh, just m- better decisions in the game as the game unfolds. So yeah, Young Gomes to me is is if not the most important, one of the most important Indians this year.
0: Absolutely, can't say enough about the The guy I was thinking about was Ryan Rayburn. Oh.
2: Yeah. oh, there you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I mean, I knew what I was talking about, but I don't know why I couldn't remember the guy's name for the license. I'll, uh, give, I'll
2: give you a bonus, most important Indian, and I mentioned him a little bit earlier, the guy who had to show me, and that's Carlos Carrasco. Uh, I, I know what I'm getting out of Kluber. Uh, I know the talent I have in Salazar, and I expect him to take that next step and and be a little bit more of a complete pitcher and less of a thrower and more of a a, a strategist. Uh, type pitcher but Carrasco like I said for the reasons earlier stated he's a little bit of the wild card he slotted in there at that number two spot if he could pitch like a number two and get me 15 wins and close to 200 strikeouts and an ERA in the mid threes this team's going to be right there for the playoffs at the end of the year if he has a bad year though uh, and everything has to be put on the shoulders of Kluber and then a young Danny Salazar, all of a sudden your depth in your starting rotation looks a lot, lot less.
0: Well, you, you talk about, you know, a bonus important player. I don't understand why the Indians, and this is not my only thing I'll bang. I was going to bang my fist about the Trevor Bauer thing, but I actually was able to keep my calm because I think the guy should have been traded. Um, we got to get this Francisco Lindor campaign in full swing. Why isn't this guy – He should. his face should be plastered across – I mean, the term of power. I just don't understand what the Indians are doing. They have one of the biggest budding superstars. I mean, and the whole, the whole juxtaposition that even if I was Nike or somebody, I would do a commercial with Lindor and Correa right now. I mean, because they're going to be two guys that possibly are on their way to the Hall of Fame and literally be the faces of the league as we move forward just young guys that love to play the game the right way they're great in the community i mean every story that you hear i heard lindor talking the other day and they were talking about his hands on the back and when He was like well my dad was you know a baseball coach and so he was just saying how his dad always you know made sure that he was doing the fundamental things right and then you know catching the ball you know like you know without a glove sometimes just to work on his hands i mean these are stories that need to be told i mean why is this a feature on the Indians' website right now? You know, like, I, don't, I just don't, I don't get why we can't get more Francisco Lindor. I know we're finally going to get a full season, but I just think they can do more, and this is what baseball needs. I don't, you know, I'm not talking about building up a casual fan, but for me, I would like to get more Lindor. I need more access to the guy. I need more interviews. You know, like, I just, I, I almost like a, a Lindor 24-7, you know, so I can just follow Lindor around all season long. I mean, I know it's, I know it's the whole team, but just seeing him interact with the other guys on the team, you, it's always fun just to see them smiling, joking around. I don't know, man. I just, uh, it just, it's, it it, 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 I just don't understand what the Indians. They, they, been, they're so bad at the, at the, at the simplest things, and that's what it frustrates you so much.
2: Uh, give it a little time. The kid is inevitable to be a superstar. Uh, you know, you hit it on the head with Correa. Unfortunately, they play in the same uh, same league. Uh, so those two guys uh, for the next 15, 20 years are going to be just on a level above anybody else in baseball at the shortstop position. I'm excited for it. And we'll get plenty of Lindor. Uh, another cool sidebar to what you were talking about, he he made sure that he understood and spoke the language of the English and worked so hard so that he could be in a spot to answer questions and give interviews. I mean, the kid is just such a thoughtful kid, uh, and, and he just exudes that it factor, you know, the unquantifiable it factor Frankie Lindor has.
0: Yeah, even in Akron, I mean, people talked about how he would stay and sign every autograph and whatnot. And now the guy's in the big league, and he, he could be the biggest star. So all those people who got those autographs won, it will help them remember that interaction. I mean, but I don't know. I, I, I digress. Uh we talk about what the Indians need. They need to give me more Lindor. You're going to see that hashtag flying around, so get ready for that. Um, but uh, what else can the Indians, we know, the glaring need out there. But the one thing I did like what you said earlier, you talked about getting another left-hander in the staff. Um, maybe we can acquire that Trevor Bauer. I know, I don't think he's a left-hander, Though I think he's a right-hander. That one guy we might see coming down the pipe is uh, Clevenger, who they say this guy is a, literally might be the reincarnation of a, uh, Wild thing. The guy's, you know, going 97, and they say this guy, even in spring training, they said this guy's just like a Brahma bull out there, just waiting to get on the mound. So, I mean, maybe we see him in the middle of the season, but I don't know what other, you know, we know the Indians are so shrewd in the moves they make. I mean, do you see any deals out there on the horizon or anybody we can bring in here? Is that the kid who had the uh,
2: Tommy John that you're talking about? <laughs>
0: This is the guy we got in the Pasano trade. He was the 2015 minor league picker of the year. I don't know about the yeah, time he's okay. I don't think that's the time he's Maybe game I'm game. thinking of
2: someone else. Either way. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't know about anything that, I mean, the obvious candidates could be called up, but you don't really want to rely on a rookie-type thing. I think if this team gets to the point in the middle of the season uh, and, and needs to add something, I think you can add bullpen. And I think you can add a bat. You know, those, those are the the easier things to get. It's it's getting a starting pitcher uh, that's going to cost the farm to, to go get. So, uh, yeah, I, I think if they're in a, in a spot, you can add a, a serviceable middle-of-the-order bat. You can add a left-handed uh, reliever stud uh, without having to mortgage the future. So uh, I think this team's in a good position with a good roster and definitely a really good core between Yon Gomes, and Kipnis, and Lindorff. And Corey Kluber um, and Michael Brantley. The, this team is is in a position to succeed. Uh, so you got to give give that at the very least to Ann Nettie and uh, Chernoff and even Mark Shapiro. I guess at this point. All
0: right. Well, that would probably be the last reference we give to that guy.
1: Be up at a Star Wars <laughs> convention in a city up north.
2: So. <laughs> it, it pains you to hear that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sorry. I,
2: I mean, hey, I'll
0: give the, to to that that all, <laughs> always the World Series trophy. Hey, I'll say Mark Shapiro, maybe y'all did a, a halfway decent job. So, you know. Um, you, you
1: know what? I mean, being, being an obstructionist <laughs> yeah. for the
0: last 10 years does not get you any kudos for me. So, I, I just are sort of, you know, an enabler, with, uh, one or the other. The guy's, doing, the guy's either not doing enough or not doing or doing too much to not make the Indians uh, more successful. So, i mean, you know, <laughs> I on that point. you for you the Hey, thank you for the new scoreboard and the the grilled cheese sandwiches.
2: I really appreciate it. That's (laughs) right. Visit every local tavern now at Jacob's Field.
0: Uh, So, I mean, you know.
1: uh,
0: (laughs) Well, we wanted to get into it and talk pure Indians baseball. Let's get into the predictions. We know who's in our division. Uh, I mean, I would say like this. We we will talk more about what's going on around the rest of the MLB in a future podcast here very shortly, but – um, we look at our division, Detroit, you know, uh they're still trying to find starting pitching uh to to the level of past the two guys that got there. We you know we know what that means, but they always give us a hell of a time when we're trying to, you know, get those series from them. Uh we know the Kansas City Royals are the World Series champions and uh looked unstoppable one night and looked human today. So um and then we got the the White Sox. The White Sox are the twins. Both. Oh uh, yeah, five outs oh. now. I'm thinking all the days four deep. Yeah, yeah we, we got them all. We got we got, <laughs> we got the twins who, for some reason, and I was listening to our buddy Jason Lawhead. The twins are our Achilles heel. Whenever the Indians are like up for a chance, it, it, we got by them the two for the we got by them for the wild card game that we got we we. But every other time, the twins just like to play spoiler to the Cleveland Indians any kind of postseason hope. So let's hope that they, you know, get off to a fresh, a fast start. Um, I know they got a tough schedule, especially at the back end. That's when all their division games are stuck, packed on into their season. So that's going to be a tough run for them to do anything down the stretch. But um, the first half of the season, I think they're playing all under 500 teams. But uh, and then of course we got the White Sox, which I'm gonna tell you like this right now. I, I, they, they're not letting kids in the clubhouse and now people are acting like they're going to be, like, they're the team to beat in Chicago. That's what people are acting like, which is the craziest thing to me, just because they signed Ty Frazier and um, I can't think about dude's name. I got it written down somewhere. But just because they, they brought in Ty Frazier and, and they're going to, you know, just explode all of a sudden and go past everybody else in the division makes no sense. So where are you at with the Indians in this division? And let's get to the predictions.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's
2: going to be a fairly competitive vision. Uh, like I said, there's just so much parity in the American League. Um, you know, I, I think Jose Abreu is ready to have a big, big season again this year for the White Sox, especially now that he's got Frazier protecting him. Um, it, you know, the Kansas City Royals are the world champs. I know they lose Cueto, but, and they lose Obris, so they they don't have the exact same team there. Uh, but that bullpen is, is fire, and as long as Ned Yost doesn't get in the way again. Real uh, quick, I, have, I
0: still in Kansas City eating, according to the Giants. We'll go
2: ahead. <laughs> I think he's pitching tonight, actually. <laughs> but uh, uh, the Tigers, too. Yeah, I, I For me, the Tigers are going to come down to how well Verlander plays this year. Uh, ever since his dominant two years and uh, his dating of Kate Upton – he seemed to come down back down to earth. I don't know. Maybe he's distracted for good reason. But um, I, I think if Verlander can get back to somewhat of his form, uh, this Tigers lineup, as we know, I mean Miguel Cabrera is the number one Indians killer of all time. It feels like, uh, and and they can hit. JD Martinez is still very very good and could lead the lead for home runs. So, uh, and, and even the Twins with Paul Molitor and the emergence of Sano. You got Trevor Plouffe there. So they got a little bit of pop in their lineup. Joe Maurer can still hit, not for power, but uh, they're going to have some issues with their starting pitching for sure. Um, But hey, I I think there's no, the good thing is there's no dominant team. I think the Royals came back to the pack. I think the Tigers and White Sox got a little bit better. And I think the Twins and the Indians pretty much stayed the same. Uh, But I think the Indians were better than their record from last year. So that gives me a little bit of hope.
0: All right, let's put a number on it. How many games do you think the Indians win this year?
2: Um, I'm gonna put that number at eighty seven and that's gonna be good enough to get in the playoffs.
0: I I agree. I'm you know I me, mean, I like to round it off though. I'm going ninety. Um most of the odds makers are saying everybody in the AL is gonna be under this year. Um at least the teams, you know, that uh, are not at the at the top. I mean they're they're everybody I mean everybody's overestimating you know, teams like the Orioles, I mean uh, they got the White Sox, at, you know, over 83 games this year. I mean, it, it, it's it's amazing to me. And even the teams like the Marlins getting more wins. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting. I mean, some of these wins got to go some way. So I think the Indians got a great chance to uh, put together a good year. Like you said, I, I don't know if we win the division, but I definitely think we can be in that wild card and we know anything can happen then. And I think that was the one key thing that I think the Indians are right in their philosophy with this year. If they can get into the playoffs and this and this pitching staff, like you said, if Carrasco is delivering, so think about it. We go into the wild card, we go out, we go in with Kluber, then boom, we come back when we have to play that next game when we advance, and you can get a Carrasco and then put a, an Anderson and then come back with a Kluber, maybe then you got something. You see what I'm saying? Like you got you 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 you're cooking with a little bit of gas there with your pitching, and then all we need is some you know timely timely hitting. So. Uh, Hoping for big things for the tribe. Lord knows we're going to be enjoying the season. So happy that baseball is back. Jake, I know you want to close it out.
1: Oh, oh yeah.
0: Because there's a couple of other issues, actually. I'm going to leave the dip thing alone. Jake, I know this is the most exciting thing for you, so we let you close out the show with one of your, I'm, I'm pretty sure, Bull Durham quotes
1: uh, or quotables, as you usually have. A
0: <laughs>
1: Bull Durham quote. Um You win 20 in the show, and,
2: oh, shit, what's the line now I'm trying to think of? Boy, you put me on the fucking spot, D. <laughs> I thought the you were going to be ready to go with one. Man. You're, you're... No, you didn't have me go with the movie line. Uh, how about this? Fuck you, Joe Boo. I'll do it myself.
0: Anyway, hey, well, you can close it out any way you want to, and then, you know,
1: promote <laughs> the, uh, that's what I'm saying. You can go ahead and close it out. <laughs> No, I'm go ahead and close up the podcast and promote the uh, WAOB
0: live. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were doing there.
2: Yeah, looking forward to a huge season of Indians baseball and baseball in general. So happy it's back. Uh, we'll be talking about that and all a lot more. All sports, all Ohio sports. We figure it out, make the world right. Fridays two to four, ScoreOnAir.com dot com with an Ohio bias live.
1: All right, we'll be back with our weekly podcast, as always, Roll Tried, uh, and it is Believe Land. What? I had thought of a better name for the show. You like pure Indians baseball? Um, I, know. I, pure, I was going to say pure Cuyahoga baseball. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to title it
0: do
2: Burning River baseball.
1: No, they got that Burning River blog, though. I know, it's, barely, it's a great name. I don't want to steal their thunder. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, It's fine. That's good. It's keeping talking. Cheapy talk. Cheapy <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of
0: like pee talk, but yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's good. All right, man. I'm gonna get this going here.
1: Um, all right. And then
0: we look look for some emails. We're gonna get back on the regular schedule, start setting stuff up because we gotta push it. And then I got some I got some big ideas for the anniversary. I think we're gonna flip the whole thing, so um, it'll make it a lot easier. So um, all right,
1: we cool. Because just learned, um, uh, there's,
0: there's way more resources now. So that's the way. That's the one good thing. So.
1: What's that again? What are
2: you talking With, about? Way more,
0: way more resources.
2: With what? With me? Just
0: me yeah. no, and No, everything. I mean, like, yeah. I'm thinking we flip the show and we probably go iTunes and everything, but we're going to have to strip down the music and things like that. We just get a better intro. And, and like, um, and I, I think if we do it in these short bursts, like 20 to 25 minutes, keep it to 30 minutes, that it'll, you know what I mean, it'll flow better and... I, I mean, that's what, I've just I just been thinking, I just, like, this literally just came to me the last couple of days because I've been listening to a lot of other people. But I think maybe I've just been overproducing it. So I don't know. That's what I've been thinking. So that's the thought I had. So. All right.
2: Um, can you I use, know, I mean, like, movie lines in your intro and put it on iTunes? Like a quick I movie
0: line? I, I think you can, but I just know the music is the one big thing with them like, because the copyrights on music, so I don't think the the movie lines are just, like, uh, I know you can't. I know you can't, because I listen to Lawheads, so I know you can't. Okay, cool. I know you can't. So, all right, so you have I a line start in there. there for coming to America, so. I, I, start
2: mon- I start Monday at the school uh, full-time, so I'm going to be there a lot.
0: Yeah, that's what um, I'm saying, but, like, once we, I'm thinking we roll out with it after the anniversary show in May. That way we can, that way you can get everything going over there, and then that way we move into June with you know, whatever we want to do. So I'm done by yeah. redoing the site and everything. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it'll be good, so.
2: Okay. My da- hey, by the way, my dad won the bracket <laughs> challenge. Oh, that's your dad? Oh, all right. Good deal. I was about to
0: email. That's why I literally just turned the computer on my email. But, I mean, send me the guy's address, you know what I'm saying, and I'll send him the, uh, I'm just going to send him a $50 Visa gift card, so.
1: Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. So, you yeah, yeah. email me the address then. Yeah, we we
2: we got to be getting pretty close to the point where we can't start getting some advertising. I think
0: we can. It's just I just I mean like honestly, we've had people contact. I just don't want to the headache of having to make sure that we get it in and everything, and I just don't want to take somebody's money and then they like get upset about us advertising or they didn't like the way something is. I I just don't feel like I I just didn't want to deal with it. Honestly, man, like,
1: right. it just
0: becomes a little bit of a hassle when you do that because you got to make sure that. You got to make them happy. You got to make advertisers happy. That's the whole thing. Right. So.
2: But and I'm, what I'm saying, even with the website, we're we'll start having more content. We'll be able to also be able to start posting blog posts. Uh, you know that yeah, sort that's
0: yeah. That's what I'm stuff. saying. But we can flip it so that it's just a lot more we can do with it now. You know what I mean? Because I never wanted to like buy a full site. Like it's only like sixty, seventy bucks, but I just didn't want to do it because it's just you know. I mean, hey. Uh, but. Things are changing, so it's easier to do it now. It's not a big deal. Like, I just didn't want to – I didn't want to put a bunch of money into it, and then, like, we decided we didn't want to do it one week. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. that was my, my big thing. Like, I wanted to see how far we could keep it going, you know. So we – I mean, that's what I'm saying. We're coming up on two years now, so it's time to go ahead and try to
1: take it, you know. Is it two or is it yeah. three? No, two years. Okay. we are done pretty good. Yeah. Not too bad. All right, man. All right, buddy.
2: Talk to you there. Sounds good. Okay. Let me know when uh, you want to do it again.
1: Okay. All right.